You are listening to Empower Me with Aerie. Welcome everyone to Empower Me with Aerie show. I am Erica Holmes. I go by Queen Aerie because there is royalty on the inside of each and every one of us. Like the Bible talks about, we are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. And when we know our identity, we will therefore know our authority. I am so excited that you all decided to join us today. We are going to have such an amazing episode because the two guests that I have on today, I'm excited to introduce them to you guys. We're going to be talking about growing through it. And so going through processes and challenges within our lives may not be desired, but we have to understand that they're necessary, you guys, to bring us to where God desires for us to be. And so even though we do know that God loves us, we definitely do, we still most of the time will have to go through a situation, not around it, not over it, because our character is being built. Faith is being strengthened and our relationship with God, it can grow as we go and grow through our processes. So again, um, no matter what we face, we have to stay on course, our path until we fulfill our assignment. So I'm super excited again to introduce today. We have Pastor Joey and Judy Salinas. They are two powerful, powerful people of God. And I know that you will be blessed by this episode. And so welcome to the show. Oh my goodness. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Please tell us a bit more about yourself. Where are you from and what do you currently do? Yeah. Thank you for having us. First yes. of all, such an yeah. honor to be here with we Queen Erie, Royal Queen. She, um, we met her in the ministry school and our, uh, she blessed my husband and I mm. with these royalty t-shirts that we wore yeah. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Queens get kings and kings get queens. Yes, I was like, right. that's right. I love it. It's just such an empowerment. So thank mm. you for that reminder. It's just mm, an empowerment okay. and identity, but. My husband and I met when we were 15 years old. Uh, We actually went to the same school in first grade, but (laughs) high school sweethearts. And we uh, just to kind of fast forward a little bit of our journey. How long have we been married? You're better with numbers. Yeah, (laughs) 17 years. We've been married 17 years. You would think it's me, right? Right. But we've been together for over 20. Wow. Over 20 years. She stuck around. I don't know why. How? The grace of God. But she's still here with me. He he says that he's the thorn on my side. She says, "Gave me." (laughs) That is so funny. He's a he's a blessing. Um, But yeah, uh, we right now have the honor to um, have a coaching business. Life Coaching, my husband, is an incredible consultant, business coaching, and I've just seen people flourish in their businesses Mm. just by having consultations with him. Mm. And then we also have a You're Worth It ministry. So it's You're Worth It Coaching Consulting and You're Worth It Ministries. And right, we just launched launched our first uh, conference last month. Yes, congratulations. And this month, um, the Lord's like, take it international. So this Mm. month, we're taking it to Romania virtually. Yes, congratulations. That is a journey an amazing one Mm -hmm. yeah for Mm -hmm. sure yeah Definitely. That is absolutely amazing. You guys, listen, I want you all, they're going to give their information at the end. I want you all to tune in to whatever it is that they're doing, because I'm just going to say this and and I'm not pumping anyone up. I'm really not. But when I came to that, I was I was kind of hesitant to even go to school of ministry and Holy Spirit led me out yeah. to the, uh, what they call the best of you or the, the, the entrance of the church and Pastor Judy seeing me just Holy Spirit literally 
took over me. And I was weeping, 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 weeping. <laughs> God spoke through her so powerfully, like she read, like read me like a book, read me like a book. And I said, I need to be in that school. When I got in that school, you guys, so much healing took place, you know, just so much healing because they exude so much love, really so much love, authenticity. So you guys connect with them anyway, anyhow, connect with them support, donate. They're going to give their information at the end. Okay. So I had to share that, but these are two people that you want to be connected to and their beautiful daughter. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Voice like an angel. Thank you. So we'll have to get her on the show and seriously to uh, minister because listen, chains break when you (laughs) chains break, they really do the anointing that's up on her life really. And so um, definitely excited again to have you on here. And I believe it's imperative to build Stanima because it's needed to keep yes. growing through the process, you know, and I know that you both have powerful testimonies about so much that you guys have been through. Some people would be like, what? Because some of the mm-hmm. stuff is just like, <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. but I, I want you guys to kind of share some of that. I want to start out and ask pastor Judy, can you share your story, some yeah. of your story about the mental, I mean, not the mental, the, uh, the medical mm-hmm. conditions mm-hmm. that you had to overcome and how, how you had to grow through that? And then Pastor yeah. Joey, can you kind of share something yeah. as well? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, you, you said mental and then medical because mm. it's, I, I don't think that was by accident because yeah. I believe the medical issues cause mental issues. Wow. <laughs> there was such mm. a That's right. deep depression that hit after having just... Um, going through a lot of pain in my body. I'll, I'll fast forward here for the sake of time, but mm. six abdominal surgeries, um, not finding what's wrong with me, and then saying it's endometriosis, it's this. Mm. One doctor saying go to that specialist. I don't know, go to the other specialist. And then they're like, take a pill for this. Oh, now <laughs> now it's affecting your mind. Take a pill for that. Mm. Oh, now you're sad about it. Take a pill for that. And before I knew it, I forgot what pill was for what. My goodness. And I just remember holding on to God's promises um, after my daughter being told that I wouldn't be able to have any more kids mm. and then had another surgery, got pregnant with my son a month, month oh, later. So yeah. that was a miracle. Oh, Here's yes. a miracle. Oh. Almost lost my life um, after giving birth to my daughter, but I just mm. knew like Jesus is the answer. Like yeah. I would walk around with this prayer book on healing and mm. I would recite the prayer and I felt like my pain in my body would intensify. Mm. And I remember when I got to the point of breaking point of saying, God, don't even mm. let my worst enemy ever feel what Ooh, I'm feeling. Jesus. And he allowed me to intercede for those hurting because I was like, God, I don't ever want, like, if you're going to take me out, then take me out now. But I would never want my worst enemy to feel the pain that I'm feeling in my body or in my mind. And so as I was going through the physical ailments, Mm. he actually, he doesn't cause those things, but he allowed and used it as a refining moment for my character and to pray for those that have hurt me. That, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Now that's serious. Yeah. When you are under that type of pain where you are praying for your enemies, mm-hmm. like, Lord, don't even let them feel this because yeah. it's so bad. This is so terrible. Yeah. And and um, can I ask you to talk a little bit more about how you were saying you literally, literally had to eat the scriptures because she could not eat. Uh, yeah. She could not have <laughs> to eat right. physical food. So she literally yeah. had to literally quote these scriptures and they had to be her food. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
I literally would memorize, like I said, I had like book of prayers that I would write down in my journals. And um, a couple of times we reviewed them back and it would be like, wow, this is how I was feeling. And it's amazing to see God's journey, how I would come back like the sadness or the depression and the pain with the word of God eventually. And my writing started getting better in the sense of what I was writing to God. Mm. But he reminded me of in Philippians where it says, you know, I have learned to be content in any and every situation, mm. whether hungry sure. or well-fed. Um, you know, I <laughs> I can do anything through Christ who gives me strength. And I had to learn what it meant physically to be hungry where, like, I was starving. Mm. But because I had, at the time, they had diagnosed me with GERD along with other mm. abdominal issues. So I couldn't really keep things down. Mm. So it's not because I wanted to lose weight or be, I'm like, no, I'm an eater. Like, I work out just so I can eat. Because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> I love food. We love food. <laughs> so I'm like, don't put me on a diet. So when I was on this plan, and I think I did um, salting crackers and insure for about a month and a half mm. and lost a drastic amount of weight, um, I remember, like, God, okay, like, literally reciting the scriptures and physical manifestation and realizing this is what he meant when he said he's my bread he is my bread of life mm. and my so he was nourishing goodness. my spirit even though my body felt frail mm. but eventually my spirit was getting so full that it started strengthening my body mm. Mm. Come on. it was like a healing communion <laughs> yeah. that you didn't have to wait sunday for come yeah. on there was books that she had journals just filled with scriptures mm. and declarations even when she didn't feel it, she's like, I'm going to write that scripture yeah. down. I'm going to claim yeah. it. I'm going to rewrite it hundreds Goodness. of times until she memorizes. We sat in the car one day mm-hmm. and she started reciting every scripture that she knew. My and I'm talking hundreds Goodness. and hundreds and hundreds of scriptures by heart because that was what the only thing that sustained her. Yeah. 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 That is so powerful. Oh, yeah. my yeah. goodness. <laughs> Being at that place. And um, it rem- it reminds me then, Pastor Joe, if you don't mind sharing something yeah. as well. But it reminds me of... Um, when I literally had to, I, I hid from everyone that I had been sexually abused. And mm-hmm. so um, I had been called to ministry and stuff at a very young age. They had me up preaching and teaching and stuff on <laughs> Sundays and Wednesdays. And I was just like, oh, my it. gosh, in front of congregation. And I remember standing up there one day and it felt like my whole world fell. Like mm-hmm. literally my my uh, body, wow. like it was it just shook. Mm-hmm. And because of that. I found out that I was having uh, a panic, like panic attacks mm. from mm. the spirit of fear that was rooted from sexual abuse mm. that had entered yeah. in at four or five years old. So I'm saying this because after that situation happened, I literally had to go to the Bible, look up like fear, look up all scriptures mm-hmm. on it. And I wrote, I wrote down, okay, all these scriptures. So when you said mm-hmm. that it, it hit something because yeah. my gosh, when you're like desperate, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Like that, that moment of desperation where you're like, something has to change. And it, this went on for like eight, eight or nine months where I had to even drive. I mean, you know, mm. I didn't get in an accident, but yeah. it went on for eight or nine months. And, and I, it just felt like my road was moving, shaking mm-hmm. and moving and moving. Mm-hmm. And I had to still quote, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. All these different scriptures. Yeah. So, whew, yeah. That's why I was just like, oh, gosh, if you guys could just really Mm -hmm. understand the significance and how how deep that thing goes. And so thank you for sharing that, because I know people out there are going to be able to relate to that. And that's going to help, you know, really help them stay rooted and not give up. 
Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's when we realize that, um, you know, the Word of God is the book that's alive. Mm-hmm. It's not just a, a book you read, but when, when the Word so begins good. to become alive in you, mm. that you get so much of it. It's not, it, I went from like, Jesus was like, this isn't just a memory verse, but mm. now I'm going to allow you to live it through. Come on. Um, and trust me through goodness. the process. So it goes from knowledge to wisdom cool. because yeah. of experience. My goodness. You, so. you better speak, y'all. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do part two. Yeah. Pastor Joey, yeah. Yeah, could you share something? Absolutely. You know, um, number one, I got mm. to be alongside this yeah. victorious woman. I mean, she really <laughs> is uh, a warrior and to see her battle and strengthen me in a lot of and ways. You didn't leave me. I didn't. I didn't. Oh. I, I made like, the commitment for better or worse. I love it. Do us part, right? But I think what I overcame coming from a broken home, and I'll mm. bring this in a real synopsis. Uh, my family gave me only what they knew to give me. Okay. And so they got divorced at ten, and mm. I developed extreme anger. Uh, rage, depression, mm-hmm. um, and going back and forth from house to house mm. all the way to 18, from wow. 10 to 18, I, I did not have an identity. Mm. And so when somebody asked me, what's your testimony? Mm. It's discovering that I was a son. That is powerful. Mm. Woo! That's powerful. I walked around <laughs> doing things, oh, grabbing things from other places. Drop the mic. And <laughs> wow. when I was grabbing things from other places, I found that that I was grabbing it Ooh. with an orphan spirit. Oh, come on. I really didn't know who I was, and because I didn't know who I was, I couldn't be a good husband. We got married really young at 19. Mm. I couldn't be the husband I needed to be. Come on. So mm. I said, Judy really didn't get a husband until like eight years ago. Mm. Uh, we've been married for, what, almost 18 years. May will be 18 years. And mm-hmm. so it took me a long time to discover mm-hmm. who I was as a son, mm-hmm. to overcome that orphan spirit. Not because my parents wow. are bad. They gave me exactly what they could and what they knew how to give that me. But I had to forgive them and realize that it's not that they lacked and didn't want to give mm-hmm. me something. It's because they didn't have it within them to give it to Ooh. me. And so mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I found the Lord. I had an interaction Jeez. with God. And I remember... Being filled with the Spirit, but not just being filled with the Spirit, but when I recognized what it was to walk in the Spirit as a son, is the moment that I realized what I was missing in my life was to know that God approaches me as a son. And we say that all the time. Hey, Father. You know, we say, Father God, Father God. We hear that. We say it in our prayer all the time. But we don't say it with a realization, at least I didn't, that he's saying, yes, son. In return, Come we say on. it as an appeal, as a, as, a, as a request, but we don't have a realization of it. So that was my victory, oh, holding my on to goodness. something until I could really understand that I was a son, mm-hmm. and it was the deliverance of me. Mm-hmm. That's that's where my so where my victory is, is that yes. I had the deliverance of Very me. Very good. And the process is this is I'm still being delivered of me. Come on. Come on. It's, it's layers. Right? <laughs> it is so layers. I have not arrived. I <laughs> right. Have, I am a I love son that. that's being discovered more in his sonship I every love time. that. That is so beautiful. I just mm. want to add to a long time ago, I had a vision that he was holding on to um, a, a girl's arm, walking her down the aisle, and the mm. Lord was like, he's a representation of a father. Wow. Walking down wow. A, mm. a daughter who was fatherless mm. down the aisle. Goodness. And so the very thing that he talks about with the orphan, orphan spirit, yeah. he literally brings that healing with anyone that bring, has an orphan type of spirit. He walks them down that aisle to meet their father, like wow. Jesus, like leads them to Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's, I feel like yeah. he's an incredible bridge mm-hmm. between that, between anyone struggling with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's so good at that, making people feel included and loved. And I sure try. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You both are doing a very good job. And really, I, I mean, it, it's, it's oozing out of you, the authenticity. This yeah. is not just, this is not scripted, but this is authentic. Yeah. And I, I can feel it. I know it. I, I've heard you guys minister multiple times <laughs> mm-hmm. and 
And um, literally, you guys are going to continue to change lives, but I love how you all balance each other out. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> I really, really <laughs> love you. it because I could hear the differences. However, I could hear the similarities and I could hear how you complement each other. You yeah. know what I mean? And so sure. that is so powerful, yeah. but yeah. I love this. I want to reiterate this, how mm-hmm. you shared that you have not arrived. And I love mm. the humility because when you have that mindset, you can continue to grow in God. You can That's continue right. to allow Absolutely. God to use you. And God can elevate you and take you to places where you haven't even dreamt of because, again, That's he right. said that he'll do beyond mm-hmm. our expectation, you know, exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. So to listen to two people of this magnitude, and like I said, I'm not just blowing them up, but they're definitely anointed by God. And, and to, to mention that, you know, I have not yet arrived is absolutely amazing. And so Thank I know you. God's going to continue to do amazing things in your life. So I want to kind of jump around. We could be Thank here you. all night. <laughs> we really could. But um, so talking about growing through the process, I wanted to mention, I, I mentioned Joseph's story a lot. Because I, I could just, you story. right, <laughs> right. Because we can learn so much about his story, but. I wanted to yeah. talk about him and just a snippet about Job. And I wanted to highlight this. This is the reason why I wanted to really highlight and uh, do grow through it for this specific reason. Mm-hmm. So Joseph and Job went through their processes and it, um, but they weren't taken out of it. They had to grow through the process that they had Come to grow on. through things being taken away. They had to grow through family, watching their family die, family leave, watching, <laughs> you know, their wealth diminish. Mm-hmm. They had to grow through uh, uh, physical yeah. illnesses and stuff, grow through being thrown in a pit yeah. and, and all of this stuff. And yeah. God, God did not take them out of that. And so sure. that's why I wanted to highlight that because you have to understand that God's not picking on you. He's not picking on you. He hasn't forgotten about you. Mm-hmm. Something's being developed that you're going Amen. to need so that you can accomplish so whatever it is that he has for your that's life. Right. Right. Understand this Amen. process is needed to produce the fruit that is necessary. Okay. So I, I, I wanted to mention that because my God, Joseph was betrayed by his brothers, by blood, mm-hmm. by his family. You see what I'm saying? That's right. Bra- they wanted to kill him. What type of the, the level of hatred? You, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Where you're yeah. like, we hate you so much. We're going to throw you in this pit. We want to kill you, but right. we're going to throw you in this pit. And he was sold as a slave, but it was a setup for a royal blessing. That's right. I love how God will turn whatever the enemy meant for bad around for yes. our good. Yes. And so... And I love this part, too. No matter what people did or attempted to do to Joseph, he always prospered. Mm. That's right. And as the sentence right after that said, it was said because God was with him. Mm. Yeah. Because God that. was with him. And they mm-hmm. recognized that they were like, okay, we're going to put him in prison. God is with him. Like everything yes. he touches prosper. Can you lead the whole prison? Like, can you Come do on. this? <laughs> can, right. can I give you my finances? Right. Can I give you my finances and it multiply? Can, can I? Because God was with him. And so I wanted Amen. to mention that. And um, this last thing, I'm just jumping around because I want you guys to really share more. But um, I loved how he never stopped. He never stopped using and Job never gave up on God. But uh, Joseph never stopped using his gifts. That's Amen. right. Even people, people, right. People can get upset. Like you put me in prison. I'm done. (laughs) But because he didn't stop using his gifts, that caused him to be elevated. That caused him to be put second in command by using his prophetic interpretation, dream interpretation. Mm -hmm. Give, you know, allowing God to speak through them. So I I wanted to mention that. And and there's more to it, but I want you guys to be able to talk. And I love how Job, you talked about forgiveness earlier. I love how Job, he wasn't the blessing or the, uh, the anguish 
per se, didn't stop until he prayed for his friends. That's right. When he prayed for his friends, then double portion blessings came unto him. That's right. And so can you guys just, I I wanted to mention those two stories. Can you guys kind of just talk about how imperative or how relevant that their stories are to today, to oh, what yeah. people may be, yeah. Oh my goodness, I love both of these stories, yeah. and I can be on them all night. Let's <laughs> just read chapter one of Job, and then all of chapter. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Um, I'll, I'll I'll rush through this, but I remember maybe a couple years ago, the mm-hmm. Lord's like, "I want you to read Joseph," and I was like, "Why, God? Am I going to teach on it?" He's like, "No, you're going to live it." Ooh. And I was like, "Oh, okay," but He didn't tell me when. And so, fast forward, here we are. Um, <laughs> you know, I I recently you mentioned you know he's betrayed by uh, his blood mm. and all these things, and I feel like some of us have also experienced not just maybe betrayal from our own relatives, but mm-hmm. um, or, or friends, etc., but spiritual brothers and sisters. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, that we trusted. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I went through like an intense attack, betrayal, anything you can think of. Mm-hmm. I would, um, I would call it in a dream that God gave me spiritual rape. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ooh, I remember as the Lord's Deep. like, you're going through your Joseph season now. And I was like, oh. mm-hmm. so I remember sitting there and I was, um, I was at a service somewhere in this, this tiny little small church. And I said, okay, God, if I'm in Joseph's season, what am, am I in the pit? Am I in the prison? Am I almost at the palace? What am mm-hmm. I? He's like, you're in the prison. Yeah. Mm, okay, and I was like, okay. I should not have asked. <laughs> I yeah. did not want to know. And then when I went back to see it with Joseph, and he was in the prison for two years, I was like, I cannot. Right. I was like, I, am, right. I can't last two years, God. Yeah. I'm going right. to kill myself. God, forgive me, but yeah. Lord, Lord Jesus, no, I t- no, I can't. Like you're really Come teaching on. me something here. And I remember as a, going through the f- fire, and the, mm. he's like, God's like, I know. It hurts. I know it burns. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, awesome. So you're going to pull me out of the fire? He's like, no, but I'll be with you. Oh, come on. And so lastly is, um, he's like, mm-hmm. you had to go through this and go through the prison. He still used me in the prison. I'm um, still interpreting dreams. Yes. And I'm such a dreamer. Yes. Um, so he's like, go. Uh, I had a mentor of mine saying, go where the spirit opens um, mm. because the flesh pushes. So where the spirit will open the doors, just like Joseph was used in the sure. prison. Mm. And so I did that in my time and mm-hmm. um, was just blessed by it. But the Lord began to show me this was for your prison moment was so that the palace wouldn't kill you. And so then um, I knew I was at a place where the Lord was healing me when Mm. he showed me a vision of me writing a, um, ginormous check oh, come on come <laughs> on, to, come on. Um, <laughs> to, to someone that to people that have hurt us and hurt yeah. our family and i was crying because first of all the Jesus. amount was huge and secondly i was like god wow and i was like this is what's gonna happen mm. you know because that was only even a tithe and and he's like yeah but i want your heart to match that amount first and so mm-hmm. that was my purpose, and, and that's how, to that's me, good. Joseph that's relates powerful. to us today, and, and Job, that's he's so also good. one of my favorites, too, but, mm-hmm. you know, the Lord having mercy in his friends because he prayed for them in the end. We all need friends where, when he was in his time of grief, he lost it all. They mm-hmm. sat and cried with them mm-hmm. for over that's seven good. days. You know, Job uh, shaved his head, tore his um, tore his sackcloth, because mm-hmm. that's what they do in grief, and they just sat there in the quiet. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, when you don't have anything to say, when your friend is in True. desperation and crying, yeah. you just, it's just sit th- just sitting there and mm. being there with them is the most powerful thing you can do That's but then powerful. when they were able to speak and we're like god did this god did that you know um a joke standing in the gap for them and having the lord ask for mercy yeah. it was incredible yeah. absolutely yeah and you know what something very practical that i think helped yeah. us mm-hmm. and individually me and individually you know my wife and, and us together is is realizing that when you are in the prison season mm-hmm. is that your purpose isn't drought even when you're in drought 
So even when you're experiencing an external prison, mm -hmm. your purpose and your prayer life has never been uh, blocked by God. Amen. Because Amen. we're children That's of God, good. because we're purposed right. by Him, there right. is That's nothing so that can take away from you. It says, it says the gifts of the Spirit are without repentance. Mm -hmm. But not just repentance. That means they're not able to be withheld. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. So, so there, is a, there is a an avenue from heaven mm -hmm. that the gifts of God, the purposes of God, the will of God for your life mm -hmm. can never be shut off. Come on. All he can do is get you to forfeit. Mm. And so, so I think Jesus. I think that what Joseph and Job did mm -hmm. is that they didn't quit. Yes. So they stayed yeah. long enough in they prayer. They held on to their purpose, yes. and because they didn't quit, they won. Come on. Because they didn't quit, they came out purposeful. Because they didn't quit, they got double. Because they didn't quit, they were able to walk into the purposes of God. Yes. And you know what? That forgiveness thing is big. What the other mm -hmm. principle that, that we've learned is. Recently, we've been hurt by some of the people that should have helped us. Mm. When you're hurt by the people that should help you, Oof. it hurts deeper than anything Absolutely. else. It hurts deeper than friends that you're supposed to have. Mm. But immediately, immediately, mm. even if you're not feeling it, we've dropped to our knees. And, and prayed, prayed for wow. God to bless yeah. them. Whew. Bless them. In the moment we heard the bad God news. God changed our heart immediately Absolutely. as soon as we released those Whoa. prayers. Yeah, if the, so the immediate prayer... Is mm. what helps you pull yourself out of getting droughted in depression, anxiety, Jesus. worry, concern, and failure. Yeah. Oh my goodness! And to add to that too, it's so true with the with mm -hmm. the freedom. So to clarify, with like the the God told me I was in prison. I mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. course had freedom in Christ. Yeah. To me, it felt like it was more of a spiritual parameter controlled by Him of like this is your for this is where you're at right mm -hmm. now. This is where you're staying because I'm doing something in you wow. before yeah. you can cross to this other place or this other level. I'm That's doing good. something in your character, yeah. in your heart. And yes, you may not have caused this, but it's okay. I'm going to use it for greater good. Truth. Listen, <clears throat> they are over here dropping nuggets. <laughs> Go. I'm That's why, this is yeah. why I wanted them to be able to speak because I know what they're sharing is changing your life. While you're listening to this live, I know that God is literally causing you to have deliverance, causing Come you to on. have That's freedom. Right. I know God is literally changing your heart and even right. causing you to forgive those who have hurt and harmed you. I know that having them on here today was not an accident. I know this was strategic. God is strategic. Things just don't happen. For, it's not in coincidence. He's not a coincidental guy. He is a strategic, divine God. And so with having them come on here, I believe that, and I wanted to just switch switch it up a little bit right now. I feel yeah. led to do this. I, if you guys don't mind, I want them to begin to speak out there into the lives of you guys, whatever God is sharing for yeah. you guys to, to release. I believe that they have a message, um, a, a brief, quick message before we get out of here, that something is going to shift and change you guys. Something is going to happen. Wow. I'm telling you, there's a miracle in their mouth. And I know that something's about to happen right now. So we're live. Um, I'm going to be quiet so that they can release it mm. after this. And then um, I want you guys, if they don't get a chance to give their information at the end, we're going to post it so that yes. you guys can reach out to them. But go ahead. Mm -hmm. Even if it's a prayer, you can go ahead. Yeah, I think um, so. One of the things that I was getting was that someone that had survived COVID, you were still having some residue in your mind and in your thinking. And I saw the Holy Spirit just touching your your mind and giving you strength again, allowing you to regain your memory. The other thing too is, uh, Erie talked about you know growing through it, mm -hmm. and so um, as you're growing through it. 
God had shown me the middle of a light bulb is called a filament. Mm. But in order for it to light, you need enough heat and enough enough Ooh. things to burn. So I want to tell you to not give up in the heat because That's you'll right. light up. And you need to be plugged into Jesus so you can be that rechargeable battery. Right. And we just Jesus. declare that. And I just declare breakthrough in marriages too. That's right. Yes. And he's healing split-mindedness. Mm. Yes. He said a double-minded man cannot be for God. I feel like he, God's going to give you specifics yeah. and you, precision Jesus. to make that one thing for you. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Remember to renew your... The preceding program was brought to you by the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network, HSBN Television. Empower me with airy 